0: Welcome to episode number 30 with Steve Howe and my book, Sell a Million. And we have a blockbuster announcement. Steve not only owns Boise Mattress in Boise, Idaho, but he also runs the largest uh, Mattress uh, Industry Network um, Facebook group. And that's what it's called, Mattress Industry Network. So listen, you got to give your best commercial ever because you are our newest sponsor and we want to thank Mattress Industry Network for all they do. It's your turn. Do your commercial. Go.
1: So simple. Mattress Industry Network is, I'd say, the largest professional network. Maybe not the largest group on Facebook, but the largest professional group on Facebook. Revolving around the mattress industry, with uh, a simple goal. About a year ago, well, a year and a month ago, we started this group. Uh, Greg Gent, Daniel Hernan, and uh, Jefferson Ball. We started this group to reach and and keep our industry uh, professional and help others uh, succeed in the industry. So um, we have a variety of different people from all walks of the industry, from salespeople. Uh, to uh, VPs and presidents of of companies, so with the simple goal to help others succeed and uh, build market, sell and succeed. So those are the the four
0: steps of of success in the industry. How many How many members are you up to right now, Steve? Just shy of a thousand. All right, whoever you are, as long as you're in our industry. If you're listening to this, stop what you're doing and go to Facebook and join this group. And you will be very thankful that you did. As a matter of fact, I thought that um, this group was run by somebody else. And finally, my good friend, Jeff Tanakavo, basically yelled at me in a nice way. He said, Pete, I just don't understand. And I said, well, you know, the, the guy, he goes, what guy? And I said the name and he goes, that's not the guy. It's this Steve guy and he's a really cool dude and you're going to love this group. You got to join this group. Stop messing around. And so uh, so I joined the group and I never looked back. I, I, What I love about your group, Steve, is the fact that it's retailers that run it. So to me... If I was just starting a store, I could shortcut my mistake and my learning curve so much uh, by joining this group. I mean, and and you guys have a little bit of everybody in there. There's some some bigger stores, some smaller stores, some higher-end stores, some more promotional stores. I mean, you really run the gamut in terms of merchandising and ideas for that matter.
1: You know... The, the downfall of running our group is it'd be easier for me to make money franchise in my store. Um, but yeah. we give away the information every day for free. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the, the interesting thing is everybody, everybody wants the secret sauce to success. Right. And, and the reality is, is every market is different. So there yeah. is no secret sauce to success. Um, Depending on who you are and what type of business you want to run. So we have, you know, independent guys, just one store, one operator, um, no employees to guys, you know, like Jeff with a, a bigger, you know, bigger market uh, store to, I mean, we got a bunch of Ashley Home Store guys that are, you know, they got five, 10, Ashley home stores, um, to guys that have, you know, 20, 30 stores. So, um, it's kind of the broad spectrum is if you need advice or you've got something interesting to bring to them, to the group, um, there's definitely an audience for
0: you. Yeah. Yeah. And you have manufacturer, you have owners of manufacturers. I mean, Justin Trombo from, Bed Tech, he was on me too, right along with Jeff. Like, Pete, you got to join this group. This group is like right up your alley. You would love this group. And he he was 100% right along with Jeff. The, so. the
1: funny thing is, is Justin said, hey, Steve, you'll like Pete. You should listen to his podcast. And I said, I don't know. I don't know if I could like Pete. And, uh, <laughs> needless to say, once you got off the Waiting to join our group list, you turned out to be all right. You had like the longest pending invitation to join the group. You you sat in the invited group for months. So,
0: I, I didn't know who you were, Steve. I, I thought you were that guy, and uh, you turned out not to be that I guy. I still don't know who I am, Pete. I mean. Sure. <laughs> You're a child of the chosen one. That's who you are. <laughs> Listen, let's talk about what's working in retail right now. No BS. What's working? What's not working? What's happening on the ground right now? And then after you're done with that, I have a little, I have another question, but...
1: You know, what's what's working is if you have stock, you win. Um, that's... You know, that's the number one. And we thought we thought it couldn't get any worse <laughs> last October. But man, it is not. Uh, everybody kept saying, oh, yeah, March it to get better. April to get better. June to get better. Well, July, we're still seeing the same problems we were seeing in in February and January. And so if you can get stock, you win. Yep. that's the. I mean, that's the unfortunate thing. Uh,
0: Steve, develop that thought a little bit for our non-industry friends, so that they can understand that a little bit better.
1: So, I mean, between the freeze in in uh, Texas, which you know our country is extremely unique that we have um, the majority of our petro is in one area. Right, uh, minus California because California does have a petroleum plant, but you know they like the environment over there, so they don't actually produce much. Um, unfortunately, it's targeted in one area, the Gulf of Mexico, and and when it froze down there, uh, it put some severe r- restraints on on the foam industry. And the majority of foams are produced by uh, a couple key companies in the United States, so. Um, not only do they control the market, but I mean, they control the market. It's it's damn near a shame. Every business is sales key, right? Yeah. Every business is sales. It, sales. it is. That's, it is. There's actually a book called that, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, it's not sell a million. I mean, I mean, there's only one sell a million. There's only right? one sell a million. So, or maybe two, maybe. I'm maybe, just wondering maybe, how, come maybe you, how come how come you look 20 years younger on the back of this? <laughs> because I was <laughs> that was 2014 picture from 2014. Is that a flip phone? Uh, you know what? It might be, dude. I don't know. I gotta check it. Check into that. I gotta get some yeah. new pictures done. Any? Let's update it. Yeah, let's update it. So listen, um, so I I think that's a mild understatement, Steve that they control uh you know so so there's there's literally a few manufacturers of foam and they literally control the industry. Uh and a few years from now there'll be another big lawsuit that they'll lose uh because they were probably in cahoots again um on on price fixing. Um so they have driven the price of foam up and they have dr- driven the availability a foam down and not arbitrarily there was a tdi shortage no doubt that was real how much of this you know um is opportunity
1: you know, the most interesting part of it all right is we've seen more price increases i mean i'm i'm relatively new to the industry compared to you pete i've only been at it you know less than a decade <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you know, we've seen more price increases in the last, you know, six to eight months than we've seen um, in the prior six, seven years. That's true. Combined. That's true. I mean, so where does the consumer go? Um, that's the interesting part. Right now, they're buying, <coughs> excuse me, right now they're buying because we have stock. But what happens when they when they have a choice? Right. Um where does the consumer go when things normalize? Right. Um, that's really, you know, what we're going to find out, And you know, in the next year. Um, do they get driven back to uh, foreign mattresses? Um, does the current administration lighten up on the, the tariffs that, that Trump put in place? Um, so, I mean, the, this industry is... is by no, by no means the easiest industry to be in right now.
0: Steve, what n- new things have you done recently? Even if, even if, because you know, there's really hardly anything new under the sun. But even if it's something that you know you stole from another industry or was so old that it, you know, but you stopped doing it and you started doing it again. Anything new, interesting?
1: New and interesting, Pete. Yeah,
0: that's, that's tough. No, it's not tough. You put me on the spot. I don't. I'm going to help you help? now. Business. All right. Business,
1: help me out. Business I'm gonna, card. Can business can card.
0: I, can I buy a? Can I uh, phone a friend? I'm going to call Pete. Yeah. You get one call. You called me, and I said business card. Oh, dang it, Pete. <laughs> it and, uh, so. When the
1: pandemic, with the pandemic, everybody was forced to uh, wear these little, you know, face panties, and uh, so we decided to put our faces on our business cards so that people could see uh, what we actually look like. Also, you know, something struck home with us for for that purpose is when somebody's sorting through business cards, and it's just got your name and your store on it. There's no emotional connection, right? They don't have the idea of, Hey, this is the guy. This is the guy I liked. This is other than that. It just becomes a price, right? They're they're no longer shopping uh, based on emotion. So, um, so we stole the idea really from baseball cards. Uh, I thought, man, we need a baseball card, business card. But that's pretty hard. So we created just a a business card with our faces. And then, uh, as you and I were talking, you know, that's something that the real estate industry has been doing for a long time. Yeah. Right. Because um, the real estate industry recognizes that, you know, it's personal branding, right? It doesn't matter um, who, uh, what company you sell for, right? And realtors constantly are jumping ship from, from real estate group to real estate group. I got a bunch of friends that are realtors It never seems like they work for the same real estate company for longer than like three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but they keep their face on their card. Right. right. And it's all about that individual branding. So uh, we're bringing that. I mean, and I got a face made for business cards just from here up, you know, not here, like not my mood section, not my mid section, Um, but I look pretty good on a business card. So, um, also allows people to make that connection when they're flipping through their cards that, Hey, uh, I remember that guy and he was pretty good to me. So,
0: so let's touch on build market, sell, succeed. These are the the cornerstones of your group, right? So we could start with build, right? Sure. I mean, there's multiple aspects
1: of, of building in our industry. We can take it from a, a manufacturer perspective to build uh, quality beds. Uh, we can take it to retail um, where we're building quality business, right? So the build uh, stands out um, for everybody in the industry. We're always striving to build better, um, and that's you know why it comes first uh, naturally. Also, because the rest isn't. Important unless you build first. So, market nothing happens without marketing, right? I mean, we have to uh, we have to find our market, and that goes from every aspect of our business as well. And then sell. The rest is irrelevant, right? If you can't sell, and then success is achieved when you achieve the other three. Let's go
0: back because what I love is the fact that you've only been in this business about ten years. Um, and, and guys like me that have been around for, you know, I'm knocking on 40 years now. It'll be 40 years in January. And what we have to do, all of us, whether we're in this one year or we're in this 100 years, we all have to evolve. And part of evolving is, is kind of like a, a letting go of, of old things, right? So when you're building today, A new business, and you're building a mattress store business like you've built, what's the number one asset? What's the number one thing that you have to build first? Digital. Unless you're on Google, you can't be found. So that would be number one. Okay. Let me just stop you right there. Everybody in America, I don't care if you sell mattresses or what you sell, the new front door is digital. Your front door is no longer your front door. It's not your front door. You got to wake up and you got to understand if you can't be found digitally on the internet, your business is lost. and It doesn't matter how great of a business it is. So burn that in your memory. He just rattles his stuff off because it's like second nature, but it's huge. Your new front door is the internet and you have to be able to be found. And Steve's one of the best at getting found on the internet. I'm sorry, Steve. I didn't mean to interrupt. Roll brother. No, no.
1: I mean, so with Google, I mean, there's multiple ways to be good at Google. I'm, I happen to be really good at Google. You are. I happen to be. I mean, I like to say, I mean, I shouldn't be in the mattress business. My background would be in computers, so um, I'm smarter there. Um, I just like selling rectangles because it's easy. No. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, when you're talking about Google and the majority of, of, I mean, I can say 99% of my customers, doesn't matter how many times they've driven by my store. And I have the craziest damn sign waver on the planet, right? I mean, everybody knows my sign waver. He's been doing it for 11 years. Everybody knows him. Um, And it doesn't matter how many times they've driven by. They're not coming in unless they search Google. I mean, even... I was impressed the other day. I went to uh, indoor football professional indoor football league. And I was, I'm a people watcher by nature. So I was checking out these old people. Right. And all these old people had smartwatches. I was like, I mean, come on. Like how does an 80 year old, like what's in a smartwatch for an 80 year old person. But the reality is, is we want to be in touch with our phones, um, the internet, all the time, yeah. Like
0: now, we cannot leave the. You know, we can't. We can't disconnect. Do you see um, Brandon's uh, question there? What is your biggest success in marketing right now? I'm doing well with Google, but social media seems to be down. What's your advice to Brandon, Steve? Brandon, I'm horrible when it comes to social media. Um, outside
1: of the mattress industry network, I hate Facebook. Um, which is weird because you asked me seven years ago, we built our business on Facebook. That was where we really started, uh, was with Facebook promotions. It was a lot cheaper back then. Um, people nowadays, I mean, you're inundated with ads all the time in your Facebook feed. Uh, so I think that people are becoming a little less, uh, responsive to it. Um, I think people are kind of checking out of, social media a little bit right i mean with the way the political climate has went um we've seen some some people leave yeah, um, yeah. so i'm not sure that you know that facebook's the answer for everybody i, I mean it's definitely um a key piece of the puzzle for some people uh, i'd be a horrible person to tell you um because i still think that doesn't matter people are going to google first and that's where i mean that's where i i'm a 100% in google
0: so so brandon one of the things that i i know you were asking um steve but i want to throw my two cents in here brandon we we should never get married to any um any tool any 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 uh platform any tool that delivers our message and if one tool's not working as well as another Yes, tweak, play around a little bit, but but don't stay too long uh, trying to make it work. Just go where the money is. And so if, if Google is working better for you, put more resources towards Google. Steve, are, you got anything to add to that?
1: You know, I mean, everybody reaches the point of, of no return, right? Where there's, you're, you can only spend so much on Google uh in in see an ROI on. um you can only spend so much money on facebook and see an or, ROI on it so um when you when you stop seeing the ROI um trim it right and reallocate it
0: yep the pri- privacy uh, laws might have something to do with that too you're going to start to see um a bunch of social media, not be as effective. So here's a question from Jackie. My question for you, what is your favorite old school method of selling marketing, even something you blend with new school digital marketing? Oh, that's a great question. So there's there's two two of my
1: favorites. And I came when I my first job out of the military was selling advertising. So um, horrible first job out of the military. Uh, by the way, I don't recommend it. It's the worst industry there is. <laughs> um, you think mattresses are cutthroat. Um, so in, I'm a huge, huge fan still of radio. Um, unfortunately, radio isn't as measurable as digital. Um, but it's a way to build a relationship with an audience in particular. Um, People tend to be loyal to their radio stations, um, especially when we're talking about like, and that like my recommendation is always like talk shows where people are going to stay tuned because uh, it's not music. Music we can turn the dial when commercials come on and we can find more music, but when we're listening to talk radio, we're there for the engagement, right? So um, you don't necessarily turn the channel. So that would be my. My favorite would be talk radio. Uh, Next would be uh, sports talk. Um, And typically, I I should actually be a better about it. I should have just paid a bunch of people to endorse me. We get some local uh, former pro athletes and say, hey,
0: Steve's awesome. But I'm too cheap for them. Yeah, you're right. People love their sports. I mean... Uh, you want to talk about building relationships with audiences? Sports, especially. I mean, it, like, I mean, here,
1: I mean, it, only people know Boise for the most part because of uh, the Boise State Broncos, right? The Smurf turf. Um, football is life in Boise uh, when it comes to the the Boise State Broncos. Um, so. If you're on those shows targeting those people, like they're not turning, you know, they're not tuning out. So find the show that's talking about the team that everybody loves. So the college athletes can now take money uh, for endorsements in their name and likeness. Uh, NCAA cleared that last week. So great opportunity. Uh, I wish it would have happened like two years ago. I had our entire uh, wrestling team for Boise State bought mattresses from me. And damn, I, if I could have got them to do a commercial for
0: me, I would have gave them their beds. So one of the things that happens, Steve, that I see very often is people lose sight, and it happens in all businesses. Um, they lose sight of, of their market, of of who they're actually trying to uh, reach and pull into their business and/or their store, um, if it's a store. What would you, uh, you know, t- to me, you can't build anything until you really kind of g- establish who your market is.
1: Peter, I actually struggle with this. So when we're talking about building the avatar, yeah, right, yep. the, the customer avatar and. I mean the reality for us is everybody sleeps on a mattress right? everybody sleeps on a mattress. However, we also know uh, I'm listening to guys like you know Mike um, that there's a certain number of customers that are going to shop online and that's going to be the end of it. So why I mean and, and we're not we're not talking about shop online like Google mattress stores near me. We're talking about people that are going to click on the ad uh, from purple and they're going to buy direct there. You have zero chance, zero chance of getting that customer first go round. Hopefully they have a bad experience so that the next time they're shopping, they search for mattress stores near me. Um, but so we have to find a way to eliminate the customer's uh, that are not searching for us, right? Unfortunately, we know that the market segment is shrinking for customers that want to go to the store. But it's always going to be there. Um, I mean, there's always going to be a customer, especially as long as these direct-to-consumer brands continue to uh, shop out their, you know, their manufacturing to the lowest bidder. I mean, we can, we can count on poor quality beds being delivered. It's, I mean, we've had this discussion in the group where, um, you know, one company is delivering two different mattresses, a firm version and a soft version. Well, I mean, the number one key to success is consistency, right? Like, I mean, we, we can't, uh, we can't deliver two different mattresses. If that happened in my store, uh, we would take it back and make it right, and we take a huge risk of losing a customer. So hopefully these direct to consumer brands continue to be inconsistent and uh, you know our market segment will grow.
0: in the ten years that you've been in this business, Steve, what's the uh, you know y- y- you sold other things before you you got into this business. what did you learn in the last ten years about selling? that you could share with uh, a business owner or or maybe even a sales pro who's trying to get better.
1: Look, I mean I, I think no matter what you're selling, if you're selling, you're failing, right? I mean, we are anytime you are in this business of sales, you are in the relationship business right now. Sometimes we've got longer to develop a relationship with our customers. sometimes we don't. so I mean we have to find a way to make a connection as quick as possible when customers come into the store. Um, you know I I was in the I was in the insurance financial services business before and it was a lot easier to get to know people because number one, I get a look at their finances, right? That tells you a lot about a person. Yeah. So I can can tell what's important to the person based on their finances. Um, And if they're in your store, you can tell um, that it's important to them to get the right mattress. So uh, take advantage of that. Find out why. Develop that, you know, develop a question um, that's going to help you make that connection. So you can figure out, you know, What's going to keep
0: them there and shop with you versus moving on?: One of the things that I would say that we in general, as salespeople, in general, we fail to dig deep enough. We fail to ask enough penetrating questions. Um, we get a little bit of information, and then we just kind of stop short and and don't really kind of pursue um, going deeper. With, with, with customer and, and every customer is different. There's no two customers are identical and we have to get comfortable sometimes digging in a little bit. If you don't find out what the discomfort
1: is, right? So no matter what, and it doesn't matter what industry um, you're in, if you don't find out why they're in the market, you can't solve their problem. Right. And that's, uh, you know, rather that's figuring out, hey, my husband tosses and turns all night long. He sweats like a, you know, I don't even know what sweats real bad, except for uh, pregnant women, maybe. Or Mm -hmm. middle aged
0: women, middle aged Um, men. Middle aged men. Yeah. My, my delivery driver. Uh, um, uh, overweight power lifters. When I was a 300 pound power lifter, I, I sweated a whole lot more than I do now. I mean, you got to
1: find out what the discomfort is and you got to fix it. And if you can't, if you can't solve or if you can't fix their problem, um, that's it. But I did admire the hustle. Knocking on doors is probably the toughest. Sales,
0: there is. So I never even knew that there was a company called Swanson's until I lived in Indiana when I was a rep for a certain mattress company, and uh the Swanson's truck pulls up and um, Swanson's or Schwans? Schwans, Schwans. Thank you. You caught me. I've bought a lot of Schwans. Yeah, I, Got good ice cream. I like their their salmon was really good. There were a few things that were really good, um, but anyway, that's uh, that's kind of the hustle that it takes. So find out why they they're in the market and listen. I years and years ago, I asked a handful of salespeople, and two of them really stood out, and they were the best of the best in their prospective markets. One was selling higher end furniture in Erie, Pennsylvania. And he just laughed at me because I said, what's your secret to success? And he said, you don't even want to know Pete, because it's not, nobody could do it the way I do it. And I said, well, tell me what you do. And he said, I go deeper than anybody. I said, what do you mean go deeper? And he said, I know the names of the children. I know what sports they play. I know everything about their family and about how they're going to use the furniture. And I said, that's interesting. And I had another guy who sold promotional furniture who was the best of the best in promotional furniture. And he laughed and he said, you'll never be able to print it. And I said, what do you do? He goes, I make jokes, I laugh with them. And he goes, and before they leave the store, I know everything there is to know about them. I know everything. I know the names of their kids. I know the schools they go to. I know the sports they play. I know everything. And most of the time, they know a lot about me too. And I'm like, okay, it's the same damn answer, right? And they're, one is in Dayton, Ohio, and the other is in Erie, Pennsylvania. One's selling low-end, one's selling high-end. People are people. Whether you're selling furniture or you're selling mattresses, I don't even care what you're selling. Uh, Resume services, I don't care what you're selling. My wife is always amazed at
1: how much I can tell you about random people because, yeah, I mean, that's the business that we're in, right? We're investigators, aren't we? I mean, you can only talk about foam density for so long, right?
0: (laughs) They don't even... Nine times out of 10, they don't even want to know. I
1: had a customer yesterday and asked, just kept asking me about different specifics of mattresses. And I was just like, Oh, like, dude, you're driving me nuts here because does it matter? And that that's actually the question I asked the guy. I said, look, is the bed comfortable to you or not? Because if it's not, does it matter what it's built out of? So the goal here is we're going to find you a comfortable mattress. Then I'll tell you everything you want to know. But if you don't, like the bed. Doesn't matter. Why do you care what's in Doesn't it? Doesn't matter. It's a non-issue. And uh I mean I sold him of all things. I sold the Dream Cloud. When he got
0: comfortable, he didn't care what was in it anymore. So what do you think that was? I would have told you the guy's shopping you and he works at another store. That's very unusual. We call that the engineer.
1: Yeah, and there's I mean, we have a lot of engineers here. Okay. Um, with Micron and HP and okay these you know, tech, so a lot of lot of engineers, too many. Yeah. But yeah, that's I mean, I knew the guy. I sold his mom a bed, so I knew he wasn't
0: okay. Okay.
1: You know, um, but what he really wanted to know was, hey, is this bed gonna support me? He was a big dude. Yeah. Right, he was a big dude, and he wanted to know that he wasn't going to be back in two years. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the easiest sell on the planet would be DreamCloud because hey, it's lifetime warranty, right? So however long that is.
0: Yeah, yeah, your life or his life <laughs> or the company's life, which might might be a little bit different. So listen, I'm going to take a minute here. And I am going to read something that is really funny out of my book. For those of you who have the book, it's chapter 77. And this is hilarious. Page 115, start a podcast. Start a podcast featuring answers to the most commonly asked questions that your customers ask you. You can interview people. People would be your customers or do a topic-based podcast. Remember the worst sin in marketing? That's right, being born. Podcasts allow the customers to hear your voice or even see you if it's a video podcast. How about a podcast with a local designer? Maybe a podcast with one of your sales reps, with, with one of your higher volume lines. Don't like your voice? Get over it. No one likes their own voice. There are famous broadcasters who hate their voice. And despite that, make millions of dollars with their voice. I could write an entire book on podcasts. That is beyond the scope of this book. I can tell you one of the best things I have ever done in my business is starting my own podcast. Thank you to Paul Castain for pushing me and literally pushing me over the cliff when it came time to launch because I was so chicken. He literally had to badger me into it with his uh Long Island accent and, and calling me names that I I will not repeat. You don't need a bunch of listeners; just a few every month who become customers of your store. There are lots of great free information out there. I started off with Pat Flynn's free information, ended up joining Podcasters Paradise by John Lee Dumas, and that was the single smartest thing I could have ever done. So a big thank you to John Lee Dumas, and I have to say. Thank you to Chris Stone, my producer. He makes this so easy. Years and years ago, I did everything, and now Chris does it for me, and it just makes my life so much easier. I just show up and do this. But it was a great experience for me to learn how to do everything from, from soup to nuts, how to publish it, how to audit it, how to how to edit it, how, how to do all that. Now, the reason I read that, you know the reason I read that, Steve, right? You know, I have no idea, Steve. You know, the mattress industry network. You, Steve, need to do a podcast. I sponsored one. You did. You sponsored. You sponsored us, and we're very thankful here at the Pete Primo Show for your sponsorship. But I'm not going to let you off the hook that easy. You need to do one. You you listen you have so many great great i mean we we could never get to them all and 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 here's the the funny thing of it is um, even the most inexperienced salesperson or store owner there's something that we can learn from them right there's, it, it doesn't have it doesn't have to be somebody that's been in the business 40 or 50 years and that's been this huge success it could be a person that just started six months ago. And, you know, one of the things that I always tell my sales pros don't forget, this goes under sell. Don't forget when you walked into the store for the first time and all you saw was a sea of rectangles. Don't you ever forget that every time a customer comes into your store, that's what they see. They haven't shopped for 15 or 20 years, forget about the eight to 10 years. That's what we wish the replacement cycle was. That's what we wish it was. But they see your customers see a sea of rectangles. And the question is this How do you help them navigate through that sea of rectangles and feel like you're on their side and not feel like they're being pitched, not feel like you're just doing it for you? Instead of doing it for them, sorry, I went on my soapbox. I do that every now and again, Steve.
1: It's all right, Pete. That's why we tune in for the Pete Soapbox Show. <laughs> now we do. I mean, you can learn a lot from anybody in our industry, and I think, um, man, I can't can't remember who posted in the group the other day. Um, that they had just went through a job transition and they were talking about the training that they had received. Essentially they were thrown to the wolves and, uh, really, I mean, that's the advantage of a group like ours is you're not thrown to the wolves. Um, if there's somebody there willing to help you and they're, when you got a thousand people, um, maybe they won't help you, uh, in the group, uh, run it, you know, we're not going to have a huge thread on how to sell a rectangle. Um, but you can private message, you know, a lot of us will gladly, you know, get on a phone. I can't tell you how many phone calls uh I've been on to help people get through. But yes, yes, zero, zero customers or mattress experts. And if they were, they wouldn't be so dumb to believe every mattress review on the interweb, right? I mean, I can't tell you. I mean, I profit from it. I benefit from it by selling DreamCloud. But I can promise you, DreamCloud is not the best mattress on the market. But man, I, I get a ton of customers that come in and will argue that such and such review said DreamCloud was the best or Purple was the best. Like the best for who, right? It's relative. Everything is relative. It's not, you
0: know, It And was that a industry, real was that a real honest review, or was that a review that was paid for? Uh, oh, the majority of them are paid
1: for. Yeah, right. I mean, we, we've been through this with, with Mike from GoodBed is, yeah. you know. I mean, the, the advantage is is there's some companies that are are maximizing, you know this uh, wild West of internet, you know, and, and I'm thankful that, you know, dream clouds, one of them. Um, Where's Serta where's Sealy. Because I get asked for direct to consumer brands far more than I get asked uh, for the legacy brands specifically because they're investing in
0: reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're 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 just flat out investing in 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 more advertising. And you know, I remember years and years ago, Mark Quinn said, Where's the leadership? And he was very disappointed in Seely and Serta and uh Simmons and Where's the leadership? And I thought I'd kind of lost track of it a little bit. And, and I, I thought he was crazy. And then I started looking at it and I said, oh my God, he's so right. And then literally within a year or two, you started to see wh- what's happened. You know, the, the, uh, anybody that believes that the, that the name brands in the industry are Sealy and and Serta and Simmons is is sadly mistaken. Those are not the name brands any longer. tempur has remained relevant, um, but it's purple. And 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 then Nectar and, and that family of brands below that. And then there's there's other guys in there, but they're all digital brands now. Those are who the name brands are. I'm sorry, you guys gave it up. You had a leadership position, and you went out completely. You just wimped out. Either you, you you didn't spend and invest enough in your advertising or your advertising just sucks so bad nobody watched it. One of the two things happened. I was there, but I was so busy selling mattresses I didn't even see it. Stuart, we are conditioned as consumers to believe what we see. The million-dollar market in ads. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Stu.
1: You know, uh, when we talk about you know, the loss of leadership in our industry. It's it's kind of sad that these, you know, these brands have, I don't know where they went.
0: I mean, and they haven't led through the pandemic either. No, they got real quiet, didn't they? You're going to Vegas. I'm going to Vegas, Pete. Why are you going to Vegas?
1: Look, Vegas is the mattress mecca, man. That's why. I mean, if you're, don't tell sir to this, but if you're not in Vegas, something's wrong with you. I no, I agree. To that. I tell agree. To that. You know, from from a retail perspective, right? I don't have time to go and look at a hundred different lines uh, individually, and you know, the biggest mistake I made in the last year, um, partly out of necessity, is bringing in product uh, that I hadn't tested. And hadn't had an opportunity to lay on. And, you know, and it cost me money. And so I'm going to Vegas to lay out my future floor, develop the relationships uh, with manufacturers that are meaningful. And I can see them face to face. I can touch, feel, um, and experience their product. And, you know, that's unfortunately when we look at groups like nationwide, that's limited to the pay-to-play, right? I mean, um the major guys are typically with with nationwide, you know, of Sealy, Temper, uh, Corsicana. Um, but even then you don't get the full line. So you can't see what what's completely there. And you can in Vegas. So that's where Pete and I will be drinking my ties by the pool
0: in Vegas. <laughs> we will be in Vegas and you know one of the things that I learned pretty early on in my career uh you know when I started you know Sealy is 1982 uh Sealy was a dominant brand. I mean it was Sealy Posturepedic, it was Physically the heaviest product. It was along the line, really, the old Sealys were almost built like a Stearns and Foster is today. The old the old Sealy line. I mean, it was an impressive line. And <clears throat> what I learned very quickly in the mattress industry is there are these handful of brands, and then there's these brands that you've never heard anything about. And some of those brands that you've never heard anything about. Actually, build the best mattress, the best price. um, And you're never going to hear about them in furniture today. You're never going to see them at the nationwide. You need to go touch, feel them. And some of them don't even show in Vegas, but a lot of them do. There's a lot of brands that you will find in Vegas.
1: So it's very, I mean, Vegas is regional, right, Pete? I mean, so that's the. I mean, kind of the disadvantage of, of Vegas or um, High Point is they, it tends to be regional. Um, so I would say, you know, West Coast people, well, anybody can go to Vegas. I've never been to High Point, so I can't speak for High Point. Anybody can. But I can tell you, you know, for me, Vegas is the most important place to be because we get all of our regional brands. Uh, from there. So I mean I wouldn't carry therapeutic if it wasn't for a Las Vegas market, right? Um, you know and yeah, I mean, if I had to cut open uh, beds and look at quality ingredients, which I have done. and every time I visit a plant, I do um, go touch feel their materials, you'll find out that they're building with quality stuff. A lot of times, you know, at a fraction, the cost of of the bigger guys. We also know bigger brands, the goal is profitability, right? Anytime you've got investors oriented, um, their goal is to build just good enough for the money.
0: Yeah, sadly. And and to perform well financially for the people that own them, sadly. Um, and that's what it's come down to. You
1: no, know, I have customers ask me all the time, well, beds... Beds have changed a lot in the last 10 years, haven't they? And I said, yeah, not for the better. I mean, the, the majority of them are not built better today than they were 10, 10 years ago. The ingredients 10 years ago were you know, better than they are today. I mean, we've seen companies, um, some of the legacy brands specifically. I mean, I've been in their plant. I've touched, felt their materials. I mean, they can't cheapen that foam any more than they have. Um but they have the calculations of their fail ratios, and they know exactly how many are going to get warranted. So that's the business that they're in. So some of these smaller brands that are building with better ingredients are better for, for smaller independents anyway. Steve, who
0: is the, uh, the Mattress Industry Network for? Who, who can join the Mattress Industry Network uh, group on Facebook? look if you build rectangles if you sell rectangles
1: if you market rectangles um, you belong in our group right if you touch the mattress industry in some way shape or form you belong in the group now if you're from india and you're a manufacturer probably going to not get approved because we don't like getting spammed right we've we've made that accident a few times where like none of us are gonna buy your product. Unfortunately, we're not buying container fulls uh, and shipping them here. And it's just not not your market.
0: Anybody that watched this show or listened to this podcast that said, I want to get in touch with Steve, how do they do it? Steve at Boise Mattress.com. Steve at Boise Mattress.com. Steve, any last words? sell a million. I like it. And with that, I'll say goodbye. Sell a million.